All I'm gonna say is this, man. All I'm gonna say is this. I'm glad to be on next gen now. Um, but honestly, I gotta say it, bro. Madden is harder on next gen than 2K. Madden is way it's all Madden's always harder than 2K. I don't nah, bro. Madden used to be dead easy. It used to be the easiest game in the world, bro. Back the in receivers. 2006, yeah. <laughs> right. bro, the, the receivers, the receivers don't run Chris routes no more. Like every oh, route oh. is rounded off. Every single route. I put route technician on running my receivers, and he still was like, <laughs> bro, if, I'm going to turn like a Buick, nigga. Like, what? That's crazy. Bro, bro on Madden, if you're going against a team and they secondary and linebackers got 88-plus speed, you might as well just run the whole game. You're not passing. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, you're you're done for. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you ain't passing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I will say this. Running the ball is easier on next-gen than it was on on uh, previous gen. They should have just kept Madden on previous gen, honestly. That game is so terrible, bro. The the body builds are terrible. <laughs> DeAndre Swift is built like a shorter Derrick Henry on that game. And I was just like, what is this, dog? What is this? Like, this is that. But anyway, we're not here to talk about games, okay? We're not here to talk about games. We are here to talk about some real... Well, I guess we are here to talk about games since this is a sports te- podcast. Technically. But yeah, technically. technically, but we're we not here talking about virtual games, all right? We're we not here talking about the metaverse and all that good stuff right now. Uh, we're here to talk about the NBA season about to kick off, the NFL season. We got enough to say some things. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I know that Chris was lobbying in the in the pre-show to bring Gibbs' own back, but we're going to give Chris his credit for the Giants actually being decent. The Giants actually being there. We're going to give him his credit for it. We're going to talk about some other takes that some folks deserve some credit for. We still got for. time. We, we do got a lot of time. We do got <laughs> but I told y'all, I, I, never, I never said the Giants was going to be world beaters. I said the Giants always pull off that random season that you don't like. Two plus two don't equal four when it comes to the Giants, those random seasons. And what I told y'all is seven wins, it wouldn't shock me from the Giants. That's what I told y'all. You can go rewind. I said six, seven wins ain't going to shock me. And they already fall. Seven seven wins going into this season would have sent me in the anaphylactic shock. You understand? This this team was two times above. But anyway. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the NBA season. We're going to get into uh, Draymond, apparently. He said, y'all y'all lost quick draw bads. I still got it on. <laughs> I still got that thing tucked. We're going to talk about him and Jordan Poole's situation and more on today's episode of Facts Over X. That sounds like a good episode of y'all. Sounds good to yes, me. Yes, sir. All righty, what's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over X crew. We got the master, the mixing master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the Melvin Plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Ken Gibbs. Now, fellas, y'all know we got to get in whatever. You know you know we got to do it. And we missed a week. So this week, we coming out the gate swinging, just like Draymond. We going, would you, it's 100 mil on the line, and you got to you gotta put all of these folks down, okay? 110-year-olds or 10 100-year-olds. Talk to them. I'm going with 10 100-year-olds easy. It's because even though... You could beat 110 year olds, yes, but it'd be a much tougher task. Because honestly, if it was a 10 on 10 match, 10 10 year olds beating 10 100 year olds, mm-hmm. you're going to handle 110 year olds. I feel like you can handle 110 year olds. I don't know. Can you really, though? 
Can you really? Because a hundred ten year olds, bro. That's so many ten year olds, bro. In, in, in two thousand twenty two, it's some ten year olds out here that's about six foot, six foot. That's what I'm saying. Like what? <laughs> ain't no six footers, but it's some Yo, ten year olds out here that we was seniors. It was freshmen our senior year of high school. They 13, 14. They were six foot nine, six eight. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that was that was all right. But listen, Donovan Peoples Jones, they told us like they told me when I was like on my way out, he was on his way in. They said, Gibbs, he's next. I was like, how good is he? They said, trust me, he's next up. I said, all right, man, let me let me see this guy. Let's let's see what he got. I watched that man do a couple one-on-ones and he was dunking on high school seniors. Like it was nothing. <laughs> like he he looked like he was the senior, and they was. I said, "Oh, oh, he's one of them. He plays for the Browns now." But I said, "Oh, he he really is one of them. He's he's different." So fourteen. If you ask me, like, if you ask me, like three fourteen year olds or uh, uh, ten a hundred year olds, I'm taking a hundred. Yeah, uh, three fourteen yeah. year olds. I'm a win, but I feel like that's a tough scrap. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: you get the wrong fourteen year olds, you're cooked. There's no, there's, there's no iteration of ten to hundred year olds that I feel like I'm in danger right now. If we going fist to fist, hand to hand, you know what I mean? Like, even if, even if a hundred year old is like a, a BJJ black belt, right? In order yeah. for you to like give the force that you need to like make me tap out or break a bone, I don't think you got it. I don't think you got it in you no more. No, they they just really ain't got the strength. But a ten a hundred year olds. You can find me the most in shape 100 year old in the world. I'm folding him easy. His bones just simply don't work no more. And you know what? We were talking about this before the show. Whenever somebody says a person looks great for uh, for their age and they're 100, it's literally like they're walking upright. Like right. They, they, <laughs> they're walking without, like they can walk on a flat plane without assistance. Like you never hear of a 100 year old walking up and down, jogging up and down stairs and all that. I don't like, even need the hundred year old. I just gotta like sweep they foot a little bit, and they <laughs> balance is gone. <laughs> bro turned right, into Cobra Kai. Again. Bro, bro turned into Cobra Kai for the hundred mil. He's sweep the leg, sweep. <laughs> no, nah, my approach for the the, the ten hundred year olds, I straight up would be like, you know what, man. I'm just going to stand outside and just wait for a windy day and just like really, <laughs> really like their little carts, their little rockers, everything. I'm just going to knock them down and then they, the winds just going to go do the rest, man. I ain't going to like the winds. You said you, you said you're taking the tennis ball off the bottom of the walkers? Yeah. What you got now? What you got now, Bartholomew? You ain't got your cane with you, bro. Yeah, no, I, uh, 100% I'm going with the uh, 10, 100-year-olds. So, fellas, this baseball season is coming to an end. It is October. It's fall. It's the old fall classic. Now, so far, we've got the Astros and the Mariners with Astros leading 1-0, the Guardians and the Yankees, Yankees leading 1-0, the Dodgers and the Padres, uh, Dodgers leading 1-0, and the Phillies and the Braves Philly leads 1-0. So, does this hold? Do the teams that are currently leading win? And who do you think wins the World Series? Uh, every team that is currently leading right now wins the series pretty pretty handedly, honestly. I don't remember a playoff, a division around in baseball where it felt this one-sided as far as the teams going against each other. But uh, World Series, Yankees, Dodgers, Dodgers winning. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to they gonna bring that old thing back? Because I know Yankees-Dodgers was like a huge... That used to be a thing back in yeah, the day. That used to o- be. Only, only thing is... um. The Astros defense usually uh, baseball is a weird thing when they come when playoff time gets here nobody can hit the ball anymore so if that Astros uh, defense can hold up I can see them possibly beating the Yankees but the Yankees had too much offensive firepower I don't see them going cold when the playoffs gets here and they park too small they park they park a little you the park the is also small and there's also a wind tunnel going to right going to uh right field which is why they got so many left handed batters. You you hit a single in there, that thing gone. Dang. <laughs> it's gone if it's fair. It's a, gone if it's... a blooper over the right field wall. Exactly, a blooper over the white right field wall. Chris, what you got going on, man? Tell us, do any of the the teams that are trailing make a comeback, and who wins the World Series? I can't remember the last time a uh, uh, MLB team went back to back. Um, so the Braves automatically ruled them out, especially if they blew that game against the Phillies. That was an awful, awful, awful display of execution. They literally blew that game. That was terrible. From my years of playing baseball, that might have been one of the worst losses that I've seen in live. Like, it's horrible. You were in laps after a loss like that. Man, 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 man. The Dodgers, I'm going with over the Padres because, you know, I'm a Padres hater. I just hate the Padres. I mean, just <laughs> me. Guardians, Yankees, you know, I'm a Yankees guy. So I'm going to go with the Yankees. And Bro, Houston, I think. suspended, it was like, oh, word? That's, that's crazy. I, it couldn't have happened to a better team. I just, I'm so excited to jump down. Please, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I probably took a shot to that. But anyway, um, Houston, I got Houston winning over the Mariners. I mean, I think Houston wins it all this year, honestly. Uh, they're not too far removed from their previous World Series, but um, they really got everything you need to, to be successful. They got hitters. They got pitching. They deep. Coaching. They they really have everything. They really have everything. You know, the, the Mariners made the playoffs for the first time in how long this year? What was it? Like, um, it was something crazy. drought. But you, you know what, though? Shout out to the Mariners, right? Like, there are certain teams that just getting there is enough. That, like, let's be honest. It's like when the Pistons have Blake Griffin and they got to the playoffs. Like, yeah, you got swept by Giannis and the Bucks, But, like, you got there, bro. Like, you got there. 2001 is the last time they've been in the playoffs. Sheesh. People born the last time. <laughs> so, wait, wait. People that were born the last time that they got into the playoffs can now legally drink. Boy, yeah. I tell you what. Hey, shout out to the Mariners, man. Shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? They, they deserve some love. We're going to get the Mariners some love today because y'all might not win, nothing, but you got there. And that's all it matters. What what they say? The, the, the real prize is the friends you make along the way. Mariners, y'all made lots of friends along the way. So that's all that matters there. And we got this NFL week five that just passed. And, man, I, I'll tell you what. This was one of the more boring weeks. It wasn't a ton of of uh, crazy upsets and all that. For the most part, things went pretty chalk. But there were there were some games now that were you know had you scratching your head a little bit. And um, well, wait before we get off the subject of baseball, did we talk about Aaron Judge's home run record? Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. No. Talk about it. So let, let's let's get into that for a second because we we gotta we gotta really get into this thing. Okay, please don't bring him up. Is it, don't bring. Is him it up. a real? Uh, let me ask you this. Let me. <laughs> Is it a real record that you like? Is that a record that you recognize as like he's the top ever because of like the steroids? No. Or, or is no. it a situation where you're like, he's just the top in the AL and that's enough? Which one are you going with? 
He's just a type in the AL. Regardless how you feel about steroids or giving it a, a statistical advantage, one, you got to think of all of the medicine that goes in the sports now is some stuff that's legal, but is giving players an advantage. And second of all, baseball is a very difficult sport. You can take all of the steroids in the world, but if you aren't good at baseball, you aren't going to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. You still have to have you still have to have the IQ for the game. You still have to have the hand-eye coordination. You still have to be talented enough in order to hit the ball. And let's not act like the 12 years before he was taking steroids, Barry Bonds wasn't already a dog. He had two Hall of Fame careers, honestly. He two did. Hall of Fame careers packed. Pre, in one. If you take away the pre what they, they said he started taking them in 99. I mean, that's what the that's what the allegations are. He was already are. a Hall of Famer. Huh? 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 That's fair. That's fair. Chris, what you think, man? What you think about this record? We so, gotta talk about so, it. We gotta talk about so, it. So, so, uh, shout out Aaron Judge. I'm happy for him. He's a Yankee. You know, I'm a Yankees guy. Derek Jeter is my favorite player growing up. Uh, all-time favorite player. You know, the captain. That's just my guy. You know? So, shout out Aaron Judge for one. Uh, first things first, how many players you know woke up out the bed and say, I'm gonna go play baseball and they were good at baseball? Uh, none. None. Exactly. <laughs> baseball is probably, and a lot of people argue hockey, but baseball is the only sport that you cannot wake up and just say, I'm going to play baseball and be good at it. Baseball takes so many repetitions, takes so much studying of the game. It's a thinkers man game. It's also a game that it doesn't rely on pure natural athletic ability. Okay. Now, I'm not disrespecting other sports. Basketball, for one, there's been plenty of players that start hooping in their 20s and then they went to the league. Dennis Rodman is one. You know, he just out hustled and out athleticized everybody in his ear, and he became a tenacious. tenacious it rebound. was the cocaine. It was the cocaine. It, <laughs> yeah, it definitely, was the cocaine. definitely was a lot of the booger sugar. Definitely was a lot of the booger sugar. Okay, but football as well. It's been a plenty of players that were just naturally gifted and fast. And they had success in football. They woke up, said, "Hey, I want to play football because I run really fast." And they were naturally successful at football. I believe so one of the Eagles' that, offensive lineman didn't play football till he was like twenty-two or twenty-three, something like that. Exactly. He, he exactly. was a rugby guy. He was a rugby guy. <laughs> he, playing football. He's just naturally gifted, you know. So that you have those advantages when you play a more af- athleticism-based sport. Baseball strictly skills and repetition on how you develop those skills. So when you put that into consideration. To me, the steroid thing, um, the steroid thing shouldn't really even matter to me. But at the same time, it is against the rules. So, I mean, I'm just going to say he's the best in his conference, Aaron Judge. But we all know Barry Bonds was the truth. And Barry Bonds did his thing, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to tell you. I'm a huge Barry Bonds guy. I love me some Barry Bonds, bro. And not just because I look like him. You kind of look always, like him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I beat you to the punch, Chris. I beat you to the punch. I knew you was going to say that. I'm a huge Barry Bonds guy. And I'm going to tell you, all of the people who talked about, uh, it's killing the game. Uh, it's bad for the game. Let me ask y'all this, right? Y'all two were baseball guys growing up, right? Yeah. But let me mm-hmm. ask you this. When was the the most time that you saw more people who weren't really baseball folks talking about baseball folks? We're all from Detroit. Was it when the Tigers were like good and went to? Didn't they make it to the World Series once? When we were to the World yeah, Series, they went, they went to the World Series. Okay, yeah, so which one? Which one had more people in the city talking about baseball when the Tigers went to the World Series or the home run uh, record that Barry Bonds was chasing? 
I feel like all of my homies when I was like, what was when did he break that record? I feel like it was what oh six oh seven somewhere on there. Yeah, we was we were kids. We were little. Yeah, little so I, I remember that that's around the same time the Tigers started getting good. I remember my homies that was always talking about hoops, talking about Brian, talking about Kobe. They talked about the Barry Bonds thing. It don't matter how good the Tigers was. I ain't never. I met nobody in school that I could talk about baseball with until I met Chris. And that was two thousand ten. <laughs> and that's and that's my point exactly. At the end of the day, like I t- I say this all the time, and it's not just baseball, but baseball is one of the main culprits. Baseball is a sport that purely fed the purists for decades, and it yeah. almost killed the sport. What saved the sport was Jose Canseco going forty and forty. Was Big Mac, the Bash Brothers, was Sammy Sosa, and whatever whatever under God's green earth he had in them bats. It was amazing to see him knock one out the park and hit the little. It was amazing to see. It It was amazing. Barry Bonds and what he did was amazing. So Aaron Judge, with all respect, with all due respect, and and, and this is another thing, this is another complaint I have about baseball, okay? And I got to get this one off because it's the only sport where regulation don't mean regulation. Like, in a basketball game, is the the Bucs court any different of a size than the Pistons court? Nope. No. Is the Orlando Magic, is they three-point line in a little bit further? Nope. Well, Steph, Steph and Clay hitting all them threes. The Warriors got to have, they three-point line about what, 15 feet? <laughs> no, same everybody else. Same as everybody else. Baseball is the only sport where your bro, this man's every home game is playing in the stadium that was designed to put up huge home run numbers. So I don't want to hear nothing about no steroids. I want to hear it. I want to hear Barry Bonds didn't play in the stadium that they was like, hey, hey, the fans going to love this. They going <laughs> to hit all the home runs. Big Mac wasn't playing in the stadium like that. Sammy Sosa wasn't playing in the stadium like that. They were playing in regular stadiums. That's Wrigley the Field is actually one of the toughest fields to hit a home run in, actually. I'm just, just saying. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my case is resting peacefully. My case is resting very peacefully. Sammy Sosa did one of the hardest stadiums to hit in. And Aaron Judge has the easiest in in MLB history, the easiest in MLB history. Like what? Are sec, you doing sec, second to easiest. Second easiest. Sorry, second like easiest the, the, in MLB. The Rockies' history. current field is easier, which I don't. Yeah, but it's the Rockies. Never a good it's, team. It's, I was just about to say it's the Rockies. <laughs> I think the, the infield yeah. wall is like three oh three or something. Jesus Christ! And and their center, the center field wall is three oh three, I believe. At that point, you don't even need power hitters. You can just load up with contact Bro. guys and defense guys, and you should be all right. You should be okay. I mean, I mean in, in 10th grade, I hit a home run in a travel ball of 363. Like, 303 is, like, short. That's, like, yeah. really short. You know, I, I just want to give y'all a shout-out real quick because, like, as a football guy, right, I did not have an appreciation for how fast, like, the ball's moving and all that. And one of my coworkers at my old job told me, a 70-mile-per-hour ball – will humble any human being that has not played baseball at a high level, right? Yeah. I go to a batting cage and, like, turn up the little thing. They're like, oh, yeah, you should turn it to this speed. I saw a 70-mile-per-hour ball go by, and I'm like, how are people hitting 100? <laughs> what is so this? Gibbs, is this weird thing to explain, but once you've played baseball, you aren't reacting to the pitch. You're swinging at the pitch that you think should be there, if that makes sense. Like it's physically impossible for us to react to a ninety-five mile an hour fastball. Jeez. Well, 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 well. So baseball is all about hand-eye contact, right? So this is how I would learn to hit, and I was trained to right. hit growing up. So 
you practice on a tee, right? Which is a stationary ball, right? So that, that gets your mechanics down to a science where yeah. you hit the ball the same way every time. It's not like you hack at it. You you swing right through the ball, right? So if you put that into perspective, okay, then you start, somebody starts soft tossing to you. You know, they lob you a, a slow pitch ball to you and you hit it up against the fence, right? That is mimicking what you did on a tee. So now we go to live, right? When someone winds up and releases the ball, you watch their release point and you swing through their release point, right? Now, breaking that, that's the challenge though, breaking balls. But breaking balls, they tend to dip in speed a little bit so you can react a little bit faster. But a fastball, you you literally swing through their mechanics, through the pitcher's mechanics. And good pitchers, they have the same mechanics for every ball they throw. That's what makes baseball such a challenging thing. You have to really, really practice that every day to really, really do, really and, do a good job in baseball. And and if you want, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure this won't work at a professional level. But once you start to get really good at pitching, you learn different grips that pitchers use. So you can try to anticipate that. And a lot of people, especially like at the high school level, it's not smart enough to cover how they're holding the ball. Yeah. And, and, and one thing. 99.8% of all the MLB players, right? 99.8% of them, they pitched in high school. Yeah. Not and look at Aaron Judge. He he pitched a 0.64 ERA his senior year of high school. He would never pitch in the MLB. He would get hit if he, over if the fence pitched, so many If he times. pitched right now. <laughs> yeah. This but ERA for one game. Just, just about everybody that plays in the pros. Pitched at some point in their growing up years. Everybody, everybody. Mm. Yeah, that's shout out to y'all, man. Because because tackling a human, the fastest people can move is about at at high school level, maybe 17, 18 miles per hour, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And that's like they're moving, like they're they're flying, and yeah. you're like, oh man, he's going eighteen miles per hour. I can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're never like. I am hopeless. I don't. What am I doing on this field with these people? Like this is not. But anywho, I digress. We will move on to some uh, to some football now. Anywho, we had a we now, Chris. Chris, I, I I need to talk to you now. I need to talk to you because you know you was talking mighty big about your Steelers, boy. You was talking mighty big about all oh, y'all poor lonely Lions fans and all. Oh, I can't relate to y'all. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, thirty-eight no, no, you didn't. to three. 38 to th- let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I so 29 to zip is better? I all I'm saying is we knew it was coming. We knew that we were gonna uh, piss down our <laughs> leg completely at some point in time. Steelers fans didn't expect that to come. That's the difference. Hey, all, all I got to say is all I got to say is about my Steelers, man. I'm gonna defend the whole franchise and put them on my back right now. Okay. You find me timeless losing season. You find it for me. And you find is, it for me. And this is and this is exactly why the Lions fans are the way we are. You find us a non-black coach that's had a winning season with the Lions. Go look for them. Find it. We yeah. knew what this was. All exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you on the same page? I'm on the same page. We on the same page. It's a first, it's a first for everything. It's a first for everything. Evil twin, evil twin. Look at us. Go best friend. Look at us both sticking it up. Both our teams just sticking it up. But but in, in other news for Chris's teams, the Giants did beat the Packers, which lifts them to four and one, which is actually tied for second in the division. The NFC East, we got to take the L off. We got to stop calling them the NFC least. They have one undefeated team, two four and one teams. And of course, the commanders just 
doing their thing somewhere up there. But anywho, the NFC East is they they balling. They got some good things rolling. They got some things going on over there. The Chargers beat the Browns in a very close game. The Vikings squeak past the Bears. And of course, Chris just talked about it. The Lions got the wheels whipped off them. But, you know, again, we expected that. The Saints beat the Seahawks just barely. The Dolphins, without Tua, they take a deep L to the Jets. And the Bucks bounce back against the Falcons after a very, very <clears throat> interesting roughing the passer call. But that's neither here nor there. And we've got, uh, let me make sure I get through all these games here. The Titans beating the Commanders. The Texans win their first game of the season, beating the Jaguars 13-6. I told y'all. So, 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 so hold on, hold on. Who, who predicted, because we had that debate last show. Who said that they was going to win a game before the Raiders? Pretty sure it might have been you. Hey, Gibb, Gibb yeah. said he didn't want to reveal that information so bad. He left the show. He, he left the show <laughs> he didn't want to hear. He left hey, the hey, show. I didn't leave on purpose. I didn't leave on purpose. <laughs> he left the show. My internet cut out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He left the show. He didn't want to admit that. He didn't want to admit that so bad. He didn't want to admit that so bad. My, my internet cut out on me, bro. My internet cut out on me. Shout out to at hey. Y'all are the opposite of goats. Hey, I told y'all that the Texans had a better chance at winning than the Raiders. The Derek Carr stinks. Stinks. But in all fairness, the Raiders already got a win. They got a win before them. The Ra- So we were right. The Raiders got a win before the Texans. The Raiders won last week. And they 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 won the same week though. What I'm saying, right? They, no, they, they lost this week. The Raiders lost this week. That's what I'm saying. I, the see, Raiders we took a week Broncos off, and my week's thrown off. My yeah, week's thrown off. We took a week yeah, off. We okay, were right. Okay, we okay. were right. Broncos. Okay, okay. Let's ride. The Raiders got their win. <laughs> the Raiders got their win. See, this is what I love about facts over acts. We were relentlessly trash talk each other, but it's all love. We we know what's going on here. But all I'm gonna say is, we were right. We Chris, we got you. We got you. You, I yeah, gave you the Giants. Yeah. But they the still Giants. they still stink. They still stink. They still the, stink. Yes. They there's still no stink. way you got all the weapons on the Raiders team with a brand new coach, new system. Oh, don't worry. We finna get on the Raiders. We finna get on the Raiders. Don't worry. We finna touch up. That we're we're finna we are about to talk about the Raiders here in just a second, fellas. Which of these games? Uh, let me make sure I got through all of them. I'm sorry. The Cowboys beat the Rams. Uh, the 49ers beat the Panthers, 37-15. Got Matt Rule fired. Eagles beat the Cardinals to stay undefeated, 2017. The Ravens another bounce back victory, beating the Bengals, 1917. And the Chiefs on a very very steep comeback, 30 to 29 against the Raiders after a very questionable going for two. Fellas, did any of these games surprise you? So, the game that surprised me the most, the Cowboys and Rams. You know, I'm really shocked at the Rams. Because I don't know if y'all remember, but they re-signed everybody back. They told Odell he got a place with us when he comes back from injury, if he comes back this season. Mm -hmm. They went out and got Bobby Wags, who everybody was like, the Rams got the rich get richer. Oh, my God. The Rams are just... Sean McVay was talking and talking and talking about how much he really loves coaching the Los Angeles Rams after their Super Bowl. And and the Rams are really, really selling this year. Like, really, really. They Their division got so much worse that 
they should really be breezing through this season compared to last season. Last season, it was a dogfight because the Cardinals, for whatever reason, started off 12 and 0. But this year, the Cardinals ain't the same Cardinals. The 49ers ain't the same. For, they went back to Jimmy G. That's how sorry the, car, the 49ers. Trevor, Trevor, Trey Lance. Trey Lance I'm sorry, Trey Lance, yeah, Trey Lance got hurt. And they had to go back to Jimmy G. And now they competing with the Rams for a second seed spot. And, and not to mention... Just the the turmoil of how bad Cliff Kingsbury been this year. Like the the Cardinals have been historically bad. Like some of the games they lose are like historically bad performances. Like I don't think people realize how historically bad the performances have been for the Cardinals. Like them they, boys they, they won a game at home all season. Terrible. Like that's yeah. historically bad for a Cardinals franchise when you have the advantage playing in Arizona. Yeah. 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 You would think so. You would think the Rams is the most shocking to me. You know, losing to the Cowboys to to not not Dak Prescott, not Ezekiel Elliott, but you lost to the the by committee Cowboys. You know what I mean? That that's the that's the most alarming thing about it. You know, it's not the Cowboys full strength because Cowboys full strength. Okay, you know they could beat just about anybody full strength, mm-hmm. but the 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 by committee Cowboys is the confusion part to me. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. I'm gonna tell you this: the most, the most confusing, or the most surprising game here, or actually, no, no, not even game. The most surprising thing I've seen is roughing the passer has gotten so out of hand. It has gotten so out of control that, like Troy Aikman said on air in the middle of the broadcast, I hope the competition committee takes the dresses off. No, <laughs> I don't, really not- quick, Gibbs. Just, just a segue, really quickly. Um, do you want to take? I, I don't want to say that anything particularly is going on with how the NFL decides these calls, but do you want to guess the three players with the lowest roughing the passer uh, average per game this season? I would guess. I would guess. Um, who? I would guess Lamar Jackson. I he's, would he's, guess. Uh, out of the 32 teams, he's he's 30th. So Okay, I would three. guess I would guess Lamar Jackson. Uh I would guess let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I would guess Kyler Murray. He's 32nd. Ah, and I would guess I want to say. I lucky think I know the I, I want to say Dak, but I, I'm not sure it's Dak. Nope. I want to say I want to go to him. Nope. Who is the third? I I I think I think I I think I know it. Josh Allen? Geno Smith. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, what happened to Virgil? They can't stop being racist. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. I tried to help him out with the Josh Allen because he he you know he's a he big really he's a big physical guy. That's right. right. Here's here's my problem with roughing the passer in these calls. At at a point, we have to acknowledge, you know how like you can do like six degrees of of separation with Ronald Reagan and like almost any problem that's plaguing this country today, you only got to go back six or less (laughs) degrees and you're like, oh yeah, Reagan right there, he's part of what happened there. You can do that same thing to the NFL with two guys, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. You can't land your body weight on people. Aaron Rodgers, that you can't hit him low. Tom Brady. This is so, it's getting so ridiculous at this point. It's getting so ridiculous at this point. And I'm going to tell you this. Chris Jones was very diplomatic about it. He said that he just wanted to see these plays reviewed and, and, you know, because they look like sometimes some things that they're not. 
Chris Jones got caught for roughing the passer when he possessed the football. Like, I can't, I can't make this up. I can't make this up. At, at a point, there needs to be a, a very serious, in order for anybody to believe in the legitimacy of the NFL, because there are already, there are always going to be people who believe it's rigged and all that good stuff. But to calm even the, the most rational of folks from saying, there's something going on here that's not quite up to snuff. I want these, I want the, the members of the rules committee to attempt to get past an NFL offensive lineman and then, and then try to chase down somebody with literally not even athleticism, of, but half the athleticism of a Pat Mahomes. Half I've, the athleticism. I've never, I've never understood as a football player how. Me compared to a football player, I'm a small dude. And I know if I'm running full speed, it's hard for me to stop my momentum. I don't know how I'm supposed to do that when I'm 350 pounds, mostly muscle. And, it's, and, I, and, and here's the thing that's that's so appalling about these calls to me. We've already seen the defensive lineman tear his ACL trying not to land his whole body weight on the quarterback. Apparently, yeah. he just does not matter because it was some guy from the Dolphins that was not of a big name and not, you know, anybody who was cared about. We've already seen defensive players miss quarterbacks altogether because they attempted to not drive somebody into the ground or a quarterback get a wild throw off while being yeah. taken down because the, the defender didn't want to slam or something like that. How much are you going to do before you completely handicap defenders' ability to play football? At what point do we look up and we say to ourselves, all right, this is enough. This is enough. This isn't football anymore. And if that's the case, if that's the case to where quarterbacks are immune to certain type of hits, that's fine. But at least give us uh, some type of leeway or know-how to say, hey, the quarterback going to have a flag on their hip or they're going to have a flag on their back or on their shoulder pad or on their arm. If you take the flag off, they can no longer throw the ball. But, th- but stop this nonsense of, well, it's for player safety. And in reality, it becomes you can't hit the quarterback. That's that's terrible, man. It's just terrible. So that's what surprised me the most, that that we are still doing this. And yes, the total volume of roughing the passer calls is down from what it used to be. But did y'all used to see what people used to do to quarterbacks? Of course it's down. Of <laughs> it's course. like blitz, blitz the league. It really, everybody, everybody. <laughs> and here's the crazy part. We all look at blitz the league like it's crazy, like it's nonsense, like that could never happen. People forget. There was a very vivid image chalked in most NFL fans' heads of Joe Lawrence Theismann. Taylor yeah. taking off his helmet <laughs> and waving in the medics for Joe Theismann. People forget there is very real concrete moments in NFL history where defenders have been like, oh, man, I took it too far. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, he may not he may not walk after this. I've, I've gone a little too far here. We understand those calls. A quarterback getting slammed on their neck, something like that, we understand. But what happened to Brady, Grady, Jarrett, we stand with you, brother. If, if I was a, a hundred million or something, I'll pay that fine for you. I'll pay whatever they throw at you. I'll pay it for you. Chris Jones, same thing. If they find y'all for them type of hits, I'll pay it for you. Obviously, we broke, so like, not really. But, you know what I mean? It's it's all love, man. Those are terrible calls. Josh, what surprised you this weekend, man? Um, surprising game for me this week. I wouldn't necessarily say it was surprising. It was just confirming, and that was uh, Eagles-Cardinals. I know mm-hmm. starting this podcast, Gibbs didn't believe in the Cardinals at all. Chris was like, he 20% believed in the Cardinals. And I was like, you know what? The Cardinals might get it done this year, the first year we did the facts over X-Pod. I was completely wrong, and I think I think we're uh, all three of us are fully on the Gibbs. Cliff Kingsbury is the worst coach in the history of professional sports. 
bandwagon. Hey, um, I, I, I just want to let y'all know. I just want to let y'all know for the record, for the record now. I just want to let everybody know. Again, I'm not a genius. I'm not clairvoyant. All I did was look at what Cliff Kingsbury had done in the past with better talent than everybody else and said, how did he get a head coaching job? That's it. That's all I did. <laughs> I just looked at his path. Again, the worst coach in Texas Tech history since the 80s. Since the eight, bro, Lubbock is not that buzzing of a place that got like Nick Saban and, and Les Miles right. and, 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 and trying to roll. And through. to be honest, to be honest, on paper, they probably got a top five team in the league in the NFL. Right. On paper, that roster, absolutely, absolutely. The fact that they can't figure out what to do with Isaiah Simmons is enough for me to know that's an unserious organization. <laughs> you got a guy that's six four, runs a four four, has loose hips, is strong, has a, a, a ridiculously strong upper body, and y'all can't find nothing to do with that boy. I right. know what the problem is. It ain't your talent. It ain't your talent. But proceed, Josh. Um. Yeah, I think it was just confirming because one, regardless of how terrible their coaching is. Uh, the Cardinals still have uh, a talented team and uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. By the you could tell by the contract you just got, but mm-hmm. for some reason, um, they, they can't figure it out. And I think it was less of them figuring out in the fact that the Eagles have arrived. The Eagles are here. I had high hopes for the Eagles going into the season. I think during um during uh the preview show, I had them making the NFC Championship if I, if I recall correctly. But I, I think the Eagles are legit. Yeah. Hey. One more, one more, one more thing that I got to throw out as a surprise for me: how terrible these Thursday night games have been and will continue to be. Jesus Christ, what is going on with these Thursday night games? When we look back in ten years and Amazon doesn't exist anymore, we'll look at this as the first domino to fail in order to make them completely irrelevant. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see Amazon going anywhere, but what I do see going somewhere. <laughs> Is the Lions being number one offense in the league? I don't know where that picture circulated from. I, I just saw everybody in Detroit was posting that picture. I'm like, bro, this can't be a real stat. Like, there's no it, it way was, this is a real. It, it, and it, it really was. was a real stat. It was. And they put up a don't Lions sit. Bro, y'all can't give us that much credit and went out there and put up a donut. That listen, all I'm all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, okay? If I gotta see another game, another nine and six game, and here's the thing, y'all know me, man. I love a good defensive game. The game, and I always reference this game because this was one of the best played defensive games I've ever seen in my life. That Alabama LSU game with Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson, uh, and all those guys, that was an amazing game. That part one was amazing to see. It was great to watch. It was it was literally offenses doing everything they could, but defenses just being a little bit better. That was fun. This was not that. This was not that at all. This was like <laughs> all, two quarterbacks that had like just lost it, just lost that little bit of seasoning. And it was just like uh, uh, tough times, tough times coming up. So, fellas, looking ahead to week six, we got the and, – and this is why I said – this is why I had to add in the uh, Thursday night games as another surprise for me. The Thursday night game for this week is the Commanders versus the Mighty Bears of Chicago. <sighs> Somebody help me. Somebody help me, please. I, they, y'all don't got to have Thursday night football if y'all going to do this. Anyway, the next I gotta, game. I got to catch up on Abbott Elementary. I be on God. I got it. You know what? She-Hulk, <laughs> She-Hulk is looking pretty good. You know what I mean? They said it was a scene where she was talking with Megan Thee Stallion. Never mind. We're not going to go there right now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So we've got uh, the, the 49ers taking on the Falcons. 
the Pats and the Browns going at it, the Jets and the Packers, the Jaguars and the Colts, Vikings versus Dolphins, Bengals versus Saints, Ravens versus Giants, Buccaneers versus Steelers, Panthers versus Rams, Cardinals versus Seahawks, Bills versus Chiefs, uh, Cowboys versus Eagles, and the Monday night game will be the Broncos versus the Chargers. Fellas, which one of those games gives you the most intrigue for next week? Mm, I, I think we got to be looking at that Cowboys-Eagles. It, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's a rivalry for a reason. Um, I think that the Eagles are probably going to run away with this division just because I'm fully believing in the Eagles. But I don't think any of us in here expected the Cowboys to, one, be 4-1, and one, to two, look, look this good six weeks into the season. Especially with Cooper Rush at the helm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. For me personally, it got to be the Ravens-Giants. I need to see if these Giants are for real. <laughs> I need to see. You know what I mean? These Giants have gotten away with some games against the teams that no longer have head coaches, that will not have a head coach at the end of this season, that are objectively very mid. I need to see what y'all look like against a decent team. I need to see what y'all look like against The Packers aren't a decent team? Do I need to say this out loud? I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, they still have everybody Aaron. doesn't. All, everybody all, doesn't all, like all be, all be, all be. They still have Aaron Rodgers. They still have. They Aaron have. Rodgers. They have Aaron Rodgers in a good defense, but like objectively, the they still have Bro, a, when you, a bottom well, five receiving core. A bottom five receiving Gibbs, core. Gibbs, you know better than anybody. You know better than anybody. That's been hurt all year. They, Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. Come on, come on, come on. You know better than anybody when you got somebody like Aaron Rodgers throwing the football. Anybody can look subpar or or look good that day. Aaron Rodgers yeah, can I, make anybody. Alan Lazard looked like um, Devontae Adams some plays. Like I that. have I have always said this: quarterback is the most important position in football, but it's also the most dependent. No other position depends on as many people to get their job right as the quarterback position. In order for everything to like, in order for them to do their deal, because. Aaron Rodgers has had guys out on the offensive line. Because the receivers are extremely young, I wonder why they couldn't afford better receivers, Aaron. I wonder why y'all couldn't right. afford better receivers. And Aaron put that all on himself when he took all that money. That's, and that's what I'm saying. So, so, with that being said, I to me, I look at the Packers and I say, I mean, they're a good team. I don't think that they're like a – I'll say this. The Packers, because of the way that they're constructed – you're leaning on one man to show up every week. Like, you're leaning on one man every single week. I don't think that there's any other team that we would consider to be good that is leaning up on one man that much, including uh, pretty much everybody except the Ravens. So I think the Ravens may fall into the same category as the Packers. And like, if Lamar goes I was about to say, on paper, the, the Packers, on paper, the Packers are still a better team than the Ravens. Yeah, they're a better team than the Ravens. They're a better team than the Ravens. Exactly. But but Lamar is younger and has the want to to show up every week in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers does not. He does not want to show up in week six against, like, let's be honest. Does he have the same motivation? He has a Super Bowl. He has the MVPs. He has a ton of passing record. He has those things. So, like, he his motivations are a little different than, um, than Lamar Jackson's. But even with that being said, if I had to go with a game besides that was his Chris wanted diving, uh diving my behind behind that one. <laughs> I guess we would go back to the AFC championship or not the AFC championship, the AFC divisional rematch 
Chiefs and Bills. The Bills look amazing, but Travis Kelsey looks unstoppable. Patrick Mahomes looks unstoppable. He has Juju as his number one receiver, and he's making something happen. I need to see what's going to happen in this game. That That's going to be a game there. I feel like it's going to tell us a lot going forward. Josh, which uh, game telling you something? Oh, yeah, I got the I got the Eagles Cowboys. But, oh, my um, bad, my bad. Chris, but one thing I do... Be- Real quick, I just wanna do wanna say something about those giants. Y'all remember the song uh I think it, I think it was Jay Z and Emil, do it again. The uh 9 a.m. Uh-huh. Jay Z had this lyric in where he said he's all right, but he's not real. Oh, oh <laughs> I think that's about to beat them giants. Oh, they believe the giants are all right, but they're not real. Love to see it. Love to see it. All righty, Chris, which game excites you for this week, man? So I'm gonna be honest, y'all ain't gonna like my game. Y'all not gonna like my game, okay? But don't say the Lions game, versus by week. Don't say the Lions versus by week. Don't I wanna hear? <laughs> we can't lose. No, 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 no. So my let me get a reasoning before I tell y'all my game. The reason is, is because this team has severely underperformed, and then the other team that is on this that that, that they're going against paid uh, their quarterback a whole lot of money. The Denver and the Chargers game is the game I'm more, most willing to see next week because, for one, you get Russell Wilson all that money, and he got 10 kids. And that, that, that that's me just saying. He got 10 kids. Nothing against anybody got 10 kids, but you know his mind is never on football, okay? He always think about what baby he could put in Sierra next week, okay? That that hey, is what he's thinking hey about. Hey man, hey man, you can't you can't say that when you talk about the Chargers because you remember they last quarterback and how many kids Philip Rivers had. Philip Rivers had more babies than a little bit. That man was. <laughs> and and, and, and what did Philip Rivers do? That's fair. That's fair. Right? What the Phillips that? River do? He does not have a Super Bowl ring, but go pack. We love okay. Phillips Rivers on this show. And they gave Russell Wilson how much money gives? Oh, they gave him some hundred of them's. They gave him. They, he's one of the highest paid players in NFL history. No exactly. And now the other team that I want to see really is the Chargers as well. Justin Herbert. Hello. You 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 were supposed to be that guy by this time. You know you've been in the league for a little minute now. We gave your time. You got the weapons. You got the offense. You got the defense. You got the running back. You need more than Derek Carr? I mean. <laughs> so I, mean. I, I, I really want to see that game because that game right there will tell me if, if either of those quarterbacks want it and if either of those teams are really to be taken serious because right now they're still middle of the pack teams, but they have potential to, to hit that next level and be good teams. So that's why I want to see that game the most. I hope the glare off my head didn't blind anybody when I laid down in the, <laughs> the uh, ring like caught it. But now we, we got to jump into uh, another very serious matter going on in the AFC West uh, because that showdown, thank you for making the AFC West game our last uh, thing there. Devontae Adams after the game was very upset. Him and Hunter Renfro ran into each other on fourth down and uh, that kind of clipped the game for the Raiders. On his way to the locker room, he shoved the cameraman who has just charged him with assault, who has just gone to the the the, the uh, law on him. He went to the laws, and now Devontae Adams has a misdemeanor assault charge. Fellas, what do you think about this situation? Oh, man. It's... If you Devontae Adams, you got to be smarter than that. I understand you just, just had a heartbreaking loss. You in the heat of the moment. And honestly, I can't say if I'm in a situation I do the same thing, 
Well, after you just took that L and it's just some dude that's just like, it's not like the cameraman was like, oh, my, my bad, they coming and he tried to briskly jog by. He was just chilling. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying Devontae Adams is necessarily wrong, but when you worth a hundred million dollars, you gotta be a, you gotta be a little smarter stuff about stuff like that. Especially, uh, I don't, don't like to keep going here on the podcast, but we knew that man was about to was about to try to charge him with something. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm gonna say. We know, Chris. What do you think about this situation, man? I'm surprised he didn't do it. I would have did. I would have been signed up for physical therapy and surgery. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let, let somebody make $200 million a year push me down like that. Oh, you go. My spine going to have to get replaced. That's how bad I'm going to fake that injury. <laughs> Doctors ain't going to be able to figure out what's wrong with it. It's going to know I'm hurting. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, I agree. I'm coming neck brace, shades. I'm coming wheelchair. I'm- uh-huh. And I'm crying as the minute he walk into court for that civil case, I'm going to break down crying, bro. I'm traumatized. Every time I see him coming towards me, I start crying. I can never bro. go to a Raiders game again. I, I, I can't. Never, I, can't. I, I was watching TV on Hulu the other day, and there was a Taco Bell commercial, and he was there, and I instantly wet myself. I had a date over. You know how embarrassing that was for Y'all me? Y'all said, I can't even watch Adam's Family no more. Boy, what? <laughs> Boy, what? I saw Chuck talk somebody in the throat, and I said, he hit him in the what? Adam's apple. I started crying. I started crying, man. I, I couldn't even. Hey, man. Hey, man. I would have. I would have been give skill. They, I'm talking. They would have had a stretcher. I, they would have had. A, they would have been like, did his camera snap his neck? <laughs> hey, I, so I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you my take on this thing. And, and a lot of people not gonna like it. And and I'm I'm only being about 50 percent serious. So don't don't get too mad at me for this. Y'all remember in school how you would get suspended for arguing? And so now you was like, oh word, I'm gonna get beat when I get home anyway. I'm going to jack you up in the the principal's (laughs) office. Like, no no kidding. And y'all can ask him. There's an old white dude named Mr. McCachran. I don't know if he's still alive or not. But he knew with, like, me and my siblings, like, if we were going to get suspended for arguing, do not tell us in the office with the other kid because we're going to whoop that other kid right there. (laughs) Like, the minute you're like, I'm giving both of y'all a three-day suspension. Word? And I'm stealing you because, like, I'm going to get suspended anyway. I'm going to get suspended anyway. We weren't rambunctious, terrible kids, but we knew, like, I'm going to get beat anyway. Like, it was, it was the principle. I'm going to earn it. I'm going to earn it. If I'm Devontae, if I got a misdemeanor charge, oh, no, we're going to up the scope. We're going to go. <laughs> we gonna, I'm going to earn that misdemeanor. You ain't giving me a misdemeanor for it. No, 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 no. You're going to give me a misdemeanor because I, I hit you with the left-right uppercut combo. I hit you with that, uh, that uh, what's, what's the old boy named? The British dude that can only throw punches in Tekken? Help me oh, uh, Help Steve, Steve Fox? Steve Fox? Steve, I, mean, I hit you with the Steve Fox. That's why you got me for the misdemeanor. Yep, yep. That's, what, that's why you're going to get me. You are not going to get me on a misdemeanor off of, bro, Ooh. No, no, sir. No, sir. You, <laughs> boy, I'm telling you, I, if I, I would have earned my misdemeanor, I would have earned my misdemeanor that the minute I heard that there's a charge, I'm, don't worry about it. I'm pulling up to the crib. Hey, big time. Big time. How you doing, man? How you doing? Step on outside real quick. I just want to talk. I'm not going to put my hands on you. I'm lying. He finna get uh, the the Shariukin. Sh- 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 he finna get that joint. He finna get everything I got to give him right here. But yeah, I. It's it's a it's an unfortunate situation. Y'all are right. Devontae Adams has to be smarter. At the end of the day, yes, we know you care about the game. Yes, we know the game means a lot to you. But 
you hear the word that I keep using? The game. It's a game, bro. You got real life outside of this. You got people who yeah. legitimately like, you know, I, I believe Devontae Adams comes from the trenches too. I'm, I'm fairly certain like he comes from the trenches. My brother in Christ, you good now. You're good. Regardless of what happens in that game, your life is forever changed. You don't never have to go back. You don't. Stop it. It don't matter. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I hate to be this guy, but you really got to hate Derek Carr to do something like that. Like, think about that. You and really got to. <laughs> here's, here's the craziest part about that whole deal. They played together in college. I know. I know. You really got, you know, you be like, man, that's my mans. I can't even, I can't even say nothing to him. That's my mans. You know what I mean? Like. I hate that for him. I hate that for him. Again, if I was him, if I was him, I would have earned that. I would have earned that. I would have, you definitely would have seen me uh, go ahead and, and definitely, okay. All right. Don't worry about it, brother. Don't, do not worry about it. Don't, I'm going to earn me that misdemeanor. You are not finna give me a misdemeanor for a light shove. I'm sorry. I know I'm one thing. <laughs> you hear somebody black say, you know what? Don't worry about it. You should worry about it. You should be very worried. <laughs> you should be extremely worried. You should be extremely worried. And speaking of things that have us extremely worried in violent moments, the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole saga. Fellas, what what's going on? What's going on with the Warriors? What's going on with Draymond? What do y'all think about this here debacle? Man, and I'm not gonna call it a fight because a, a fight is like calling a war something between like the U.S. and like one of those Central American countries that like doesn't have an official navy and army, and we just yeah. like go over there and take all their resources. That's not really a war. Like that's just <laughs> same thing happened here. So, what do you think about this debacle or situation? I I, I don't even know where to start on it. One, it, it's it's a couple of things. I don't know where Jordan Poole from. But I think he's from Milwaukee. I don't know what kind of hoods they got in Milwaukee, or or if or if he if he's even from if he's even from the hood. But one, you you can't lay your hands on nobody regardless of where you are. You can't push nobody and be like, well, that that was it. That can't never happen. Two, Draymond. I know he put his hands on you first, but one. You like 10 years older than him. And two, you at work. Even if it's basketball, even if he was talking trash, even if he pushed you, you at work. Mm-hmm. Chris, what's gonna happen? If, what's gonna happen if you sleep somebody at work and they they slide down the wall oh, like like Mario? As plant manager, oh, they don't care about none of that. They <laughs> <laughs> he suspended without paying. He don't have a job when he come back from Switzerland. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. For, I'd hate that for you, Chris. I truly hate that for you to get suspended like that. I'd, I'd hate it, man, Chris. What's it's... your take on this situation, man? But honestly, 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 I you know I, I I do not like Draymond. I mean, it go way back to my MSU days when going up there bar hopping, and he was at Landshark, the bar that everybody knew to go to in East Lansing for the for the for the color folks, and um, he was there and he was standing at the door. I'm here now. You charge everybody fifty dollars to get in here. I said, Draymond, who is you? You're not Drake. <laughs> who are you? Me and my boys, we got hey, out of line. Wait a like, minute. Wait a minute. Did Draymond steal his trash talk to Paul Pierce from Chris? Remember when he told him, you not Kobe? They don't love you like that? Did Chris tell Draymond, bro, you not the Migos? They don't love you like that in Lance. They don't love you like hey, that. Listen, 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 bro. Listen, bro. Listen, me and my boys got out of line. 
And we parking lot pimped all the women outside the bar when they got out the bar because we was not paying fifty dollars to get into no bar because Draymond Green was there. Like, who is Draymond? Who are you? <laughs> but but anyway, anyway, this whole situation, you know, very messy situation, very messy situation. Um, I don't see a world where if I'm Jordan Poole, next time I see him in practice, I don't just start scrapping. I mean, I, I don't see a world where you don't scrap him every chance you get. I mean, me personally, we'd be fighting every day until I won. I mean, Shannon Sharp said this, but I agree with a full, 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 full fledged ahead. We will be fighting every day until either you kill me or, or, or I win. Like that's that, like it's nothing I can do at that point to get my respect back. So I just got to try to fight it for it every day, every day. I have to. And, and that being said, it's no way I see these two playing a whole season together. I mean, I just don't. Hey, can I can I can I tell y'all something real quick? That man got one punch and his knees, you know, his heart start beating triple time <laughs> with thoughts of loving you on his mind. That boy got weak in the knees, he could hardly speak. You understand? <laughs> I, I I hear what everybody is saying. Trust me. I get it. I get it. When I was younger, my cousins always made me fight people that was way older than me because they was in my like weight class per se. And like I used to get beat up a lot. I used to win some. And I eventually I start winning more and more. I get that. I'm trying to tell you, like. As a grown man, bro, having another grown man make you weak in the knees, stand up off one punch, I don't know if I want to see bro again. I don't know. Like, I'm going to just take, like, yes, your pride says go see him again, but, like, there's a, like, your pride don't outweigh your facial bone structure health. Like, you got to, like, you got to. I ain't going to lie, Giz. I ain't going to lie, Giz. I ain't going to lie, Giz. I get what you're saying, and I, I agree with you, but the way he dropped you and his all over national TV, bro. It's like y'all see Longest Yard, right? Yeah, and then yeah. Chris Rock, Chris Rock went in there and was like, pull up my profile. I know I got a crazy criminal rating. And then he had half a star. He's like, I gotta go stab somebody, get my rep up. You don't know it. <laughs> but, that's my point is that. but that's my point is that did Chris Rock actually hurt somebody going forward in the movie? No, he got uh, well, he ended up he dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my point. Pool, you gotta know. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing the fisticuff <laughs> waterfall. Just stick to the shoving rivers and lakes that you're used to, Pool. But here's the other part is that I don't think enough people are talking about. Whatever he said to Draymond couldn't have been that bad because nobody else had a visceral reaction. Like, we've all been there before. Right. Somebody say something crazy on, like, the sidelines of a team, and you're like, hey, yo, like, what? And then something jumps off from there. Nobody gave the, hey, yo, look. Which means one of two things. Either Jordan Poole violates like that on the regular, or he didn't actually violate. Like, whatever he said was very mild. Yeah. It was, and Draymond just like... Well, because, you know, if he says something too, you know, black folks, we we tend to get, like, break it up, act like we're going to break it up. We really want to see that fight, but we act like we're going to break it up. And we stand in between oh, the I, people. I was the, I was the king of, like, grabbing the back of somebody's shirt with, like, three fingers to show the crowd, like, I'm not actually holding, bro. Like, no, bro, stop. Stop, bro. But, like, really holding back with, like, three fingers. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just say this. Jordan Poole, learn to protect yourself. Uh, but Draymond, that was unnecessary. That was unnecessary. Whatever. Again, if you got it. And, and here's the worst thing about all this. This should have never got out. Anybody who watches Hard Knocks knows this happens every year, every couple weeks with football teams. Every right. few, every like couple months or so, there's going to be a fight in practice. That's just how, it's how the deal goes, right? If it's in bowl practice, if it's, uh, camp practice. If it's a, 
Y'all going to get tired of seeing each other. This is preseason camp for them now. Whether we want to realize it or not, they're in what is considered preseason camp. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? The only difference is we got the recording up. And they don't got on helmets and shoulder pads to protect. Because a helmet would have helped Jordan Poole out a lot right there. I I mean, boy got hit so hard, I wanted to put him in a concussion protocol. I said, (laughs) hold on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And now we're going to transition over back to football before we get fully into basketball. We're talking about concussion protocol. Do you think Tua should sit out for the rest of the year? Talk yes, definitely. Um, it, it's, it's not that he got hit or that he might be on concussion protocol. Or that he might actually that he might have a concussion. It's to see that he didn't have his legs under him on multiple occasions, played another week when he was clearly already concussed. And we saw... When he was on his back and his body was stuck like that, that's that's neurological damage. That's something that we see all the time when UFC fighters get knocked out. Difference mm-hmm. between that is UFC fighters t- fight twice a year. Yeah. You can't put that man back out there like that without full tests, without confirming he's a billion percent healthy. This close to being knocked out like that and arguably back-to-back weeks and, and have him getting hit because he's going to get hit. You can't have him out there getting hit on back-to-back weeks after he just had that. Me, personally, I'm sitting too well for the rest of the season. If I'm Tua, I'm thinking that uh, the the doctor that sent me back in the game, I'm thinking him and my lucky stars. Like, I ain't never thanked nobody before. Boy, you just made me. <laughs> I, I knew I was already a millionaire, but no, nah, I might I might could mess around and retire. Like, you done gave me entirely too much. Mm. Because that man was wobbling and shaking, and his legs was like, you know, we often talk about, oh, this person looks like a, a newborn deer trying to walk. But right. he really did look like a baby giraffe. Like his legs were literally like just kind of flopping all over the place and whatnot. And for him to still get sent back into a game after that, that's that's bedlam. That's nonsense. That's craziness. And then for him to play next week and have that type of situation where his hands get stuck. Yeah, uh, there's a reason that the doctor who cleared him is already fired. There's a reason for that. There's a reason that the NFL is now already reevaluating a lot of its protocol. There's a reason. Yeah. There's a very strong reason for that. So I think that he should sit the rest of the year. I don't think that, that he needs to be back for uh, any reason in particular, but that's just me. Chris, what about you? Uh, it depends, man, because it's only one third of the way done with the season. And um, personally, I think if he's able to come back, in some way, shape, or form, at n- near like the next six weeks, seven weeks, think you know, because I mean, if you don't tend to not play football ever again, why not get out there? You know, why not? Why not? Right. I feel it. I feel it. Well, we're gonna end this thing off with uh, the preseason awards for the WM. I mean, for the NBA, the NBA season is here, and you know, we'd love to give y'all the full one through eight, but we're gonna do that next week. Uh, Fellas, tell me, who do you have winning the awards uh, going forward for this year? Um, MVP. I got Luka Doncic. Okay. I just think the uh, Mavericks take a step up this year. I think they get about a three or four seed, which is enough to win MVP. Um, They got Luka averaging a 35-point triple-double on 2K. But every bro, you can simulate 100 2K seasons. Luka win an MVP every year. Easy. 35-point oh, triple-double. Easy. If it wasn't for my, my player dropping 50 and 16, he would run away with the MVP award. <laughs> nah, but seriously, uh, though, go ahead. R- rookie of the year, I got I got Paulo Benchero winning rookie of the year. 
Um, I don't think he's going to have flashes to where he you, you can tell. You know, some players, you see him in a rookie year, you can tell right off the bat they're going to be a superstar. I think he's going to show all-star potential, but I think his uh, aggressiveness on the offensive end and the fact that he can get away with that as a rookie on that Magic roster is going to be enough to push him over MVP. I think he's going to be rookie year around 18, 19 points a game. I feel it. Sixth man of the year, I got Spencer Dinwiddie. That's gonna be oh, you two. really believe in these Mavericks, huh? <laughs> I don't super believe in them, but I just think they they got an offense where it's going to be a lot of scoring the ball. And with that second unit coming in, uh, Dallas got a lot of bigs that's stretching the floor and getting to their spot. So that's going to open up the paint a lot. But Spencer didn't then we need to just work offensively. And we know that the, the Mavericks play a lot of isolation basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, For a defensive player of the year, I have... I got Giannis winning the defensive player of the year. Okay. I think right. Giannis is just looking to have a bounce back season. I think he's going to step up on both sides of the ball. Because I don't really see Giannis being a player that takes a loss like that in the, in the playoffs and don't come back with absolutely everything. Um, most improved player of the year, I got, I don't even, Sinjun Sengun, the dude that's on the Rockets. Yeah, Alfred Sengun. Yeah, yeah, Alfred, yeah. Um, I got him winning most improved player. I think at the towards the end of last season and um in the preseason, he showed a lot of flashes to be like the modern basketball player, positionless, uh, lanky, got decent moves everywhere. I think he's like the poor man's build of like what the modern NBA player is. So I think I think he steps up his productivity to get around on that Rockets roster around 20-ish points a game this year. Okay. Uh, coach right. of the year. You might as well go J. Kidd. Give him a trifecta. You might I, as well. I, I was thinking about going J. Kidd, if, but, to, but for me, it's between J. Kidd or, uh, or Doc Rivers because I think that yeah. the 76ers have a very good regular season. I don't think that's going to translate to the playoffs, but I do think the Rockets are going to have a very good uh, uh, regular season. I'll tell you this much. The 76ers, sorry. I don't I don't think that J. Kidd can actually win coach of the year unless they're a one or two seed. I don't think they don't if they go three, four, I don't know if they can do it unless Luca misses an extended amount of time. What were they last year? Three? I want to say No, they were four last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were four. You you don't you're not gonna get that much love for moving them up one spot. Like I, I just don't think so. Chris, what you got, man? So MVP, that's my shock, y'all. This is my shock, y'all. I'm going with Joel Embiid for MVP this year. Um, he been knocking at the door. Last time we seen a player knock at the door like this, and um, for back to back years was James Harden, and then he ended up winning one finally when it was like, okay, you know what? He is that guy. He should be the MVP. So I'm gonna go Joel Embiid for MVP. Um, for a defensive player of the year. Now, this one was tough. This one was really tough because you got a lot of young guys like Herbert Jones that are going to be on the defensive spotlight all year long. And you got Marcus Smart, who's going to be there. Mikael Bridges is who I'm going with, though, for the Phoenix Sun. He was runner-up last year. Um, And it's very rare to see a guard do it, but I think that it's – um, more common to see a, a forward or, or or big guy do it. So I'm going Mikael Bridges is my pick. That's my dark horse pick for. Uh, by the way, uh, most times facts of acts, the three of us we usually get one of these right. And, you know the odds before the season start are extremely high. So just just letting y'all know that if y'all in Vegas or anything, you know, just letting y'all know. But anyway, um, yeah. So 
Mikael Bridges. Most improved player. So I'm going with the Rocket, but it's not Alfred Singung. It's actually going to be Jalen Green. Because the end of last season, Jalen Green actually put up some very good numbers. It's just the beginning of the season, he started off real slow. So I think he becomes a 24, 23 point per game player. And it's and the Rockets. Fist be trash. Be terrible. Pre-game fist be all Well, I mean, I think everybody in the league fist be trash nowadays. I mean, yeah. A- yeah. AD had a whole tie-dye fit all. Come on. Now. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot. You make looking too much like, money for that. Hey, hey, look at looking like MP after that, uh, after the fashion quest with the, the full tie-dye fit all. Looking with the, crazy. With the hot dog head. Looking crazy. Just looking filthy, man. Looking filthy. But anyway, but yeah, Jalen Green for most approved player. What up? What up? Yeah, I'd have lost track. Oh, coach of the year. Now, coach of the year was tough, but I tell you one thing, it ain't gonna be Steve Nash. But anyway, uh, coach of the year was really tough for me because you know I'm not a fan of Booten Hoser, but the Bucks are gonna be good. Emeo Duco, he didn't lost his chance of being coach this year. Uh, Neil Long wasn't good enough for him, so I don't think any woman will be for him. He pulled a, he um, pulled a Daniel House on us. He pulled a horny man Dan on us. <laughs> Hate to see so it. the 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 crazy thing though about my pick for coach of the year. Actually, it's, it's it's going to be quite surprising to you. Eric Spostra, I think he wins Coach of the Year this year. I know he's past his prime, but I think the Heat really surprised a lot of people this year. I is think he? the Heat. I well, mean, he is. I his his his, so. his best years have came. They're still here, but I mean, you know, he won some championships and he hasn't repeated that since. But that, I mean, let's be honest. Any one of us three could have won the championship with the big three. Like, we could have walked down there with them. (laughs) Hey, listen, listen. Run a pick and roll, but use the guards as the roll guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, I do that all the time. I I get it, I get it. This is going to be the last play. Coach, what's the play? We'll pull up my clipper. It's going to be a sketch of LeBron. Hey, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be all right all right here's here's what y'all do okay all the guys there's gonna be an inbounder right y'all three like form a triangle like this way okay and like in that triangle leave a lot of room for lebron over here lebron you you <laughs> that, catch the ball over here that's, and that's a triangle offense right there go score that's it that's it that's yeah it. yeah so i'm going supposed to because i think bam he he started off last season slow and I think, and he was hurt as well. I think Bam and Tyler Hero take another leap uh, to get to that stardom, superstardom. And I think Jimmy Butler stays on his pace, even though I don't know what happened to his hair all of a sudden. That that's the craziest thing in the world. But um, <laughs> he was growing. Tyler Perry wig on. He got a Tyler Perry wig on. His head. I ain't gonna lie, but I think Jimmy Jimmy gonna hoop this year, as we all know, as he all capable of. Jimmy's in the prime of his career. He gonna hoop. Um, so, and the last thing, now this was the toughest thing for me because, you know, this is a snake bin franchise, sixth man of the year, right? Mm-hmm. It really depends on who gets to start point guard role. It's between John Wall and Reggie Jackson. Whichever one doesn't start, that's the one I'm going with sixth man of the year because they are going to get starter minutes down the stretch and they are both, at this point in their careers, equal talent to me. At this point in their career, they're both equal talent. Reggie Jackson, when he left the Pistons, I don't know. He just remember how to play basketball again. And John Wall, after sitting out two seasons, I think he's more fresh. It's between who whoever gets the starting job for him, the other one will be six man of the year. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. 
Okay. All right. Well, listen, we had an hour and 10 minutes. I would love to get my predictions, but we I know y'all tired of us talking this hoops already. So come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. And remember, put your hands up if somebody is, if you're pushing somebody, all right? Peace and love, y'all. <laughs> yeah.